Hey guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Welcome to Papercut. This week, we're talking about The Curious Case of Benjamin Button by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Eugene, take it away. So, yeah, a little bit different this time. This is not a book. This is just a short story. Okay. But I felt like it's one of those interesting stories that we can talk about because if you've not seen a film, then you must at least have heard of Benjamin Button, like the term. And basically, the story is about this guy called Benjamin Button. Right. Um, he was born an old man and he ages backwards. And yeah. yeah, the entire story talks about how uh, his family deals with it, how he deals with it, and how as he goes on his life, he acts his age. And by that, I mean he acts his physical age. So it's, oh. a, bit, it's a bit weird, right? So at the start, you know, he's an old man. Mm-hmm. So as an old man, he sits at home, he smokes cigar. Like, imagine a one-year-old smoking cigar. Yeah. But he's 70. <laughs> So he smokes cigar, plays crossword puzzles, and he becomes really good friends with his granddad because we're granddad. both they're both like seventy years old. Okay, is I think is it really drastically different from the movie? With... Yeah, it's very different from the movie. Okay, like you would not have noticed, like you would not have known them being the same book if it wasn't for the the, the name. Right. Okay. Because I know in the movie he kind of gets abandoned very early on. No, like... he doesn't even get abandoned. Like this is his family he was born an old man and the dad in the book is that well the dad in the story is actually the dad interesting actually his dad because i also think that in the movie i only remember snippets of the movie Uh um in the movie like he acted his mental age not his physical age yeah there's that too but you're telling but in the book it's the other way around is it oh which is why i think it's really interesting because you get to see him like being an old man doing old man stuff yeah and then like as he grew younger like when he was like 50 like he he got his dad's company and he acted like a guy who was 50 which means that he knew what to do straight away wow and he like doubled the company's worth or whatever after that he went on to be like 30 joined the army and then like uh, yeah he got married as well but then when he was 20 he like wanted to go fool around and do all those 20 year old stuff (laughs) and we was like yeah and there was like this really interesting sequence uh, around the end Mm -hmm. when he he was like physically 20 years old so physically he was 20 years old which means like 50 years old already but he was physically 20 he enrolled into like college Mm -hmm. i think it was harvard or something and the first year he excelled very well but then as time went on he found it harder and harder to cope with the academic work oh wow yeah that's, that's interesting. And oh. at the end, he came back as a child, and now his child is like a 20-year-old. So oh. he's like a 12-year-old, and his child's like a 20-year-old, and his child wants him to call him uncle. Oh. At the end, you know, he becomes a baby, and everything fades away. Oh, okay. But that's like in a nutshell. It's interesting how, like, he gets worse with age and experience. Cause that's, you, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, we normally get better, but does he, like, forget the previous days? As in, does he forget that, like, oh, what it was like being younger? Does that ever happen? That's the weird part. Like, I think the story glosses over this point, but, like, obviously he is aware of, well, at least until his 20s, he's aware that he has a wife who he married when he was physically 50. Right, right. Because that's so weird, because it yeah. just makes more sense if, like, 
his his physical yeah. age went back, and his also but his mental experience yeah. age. It went makes forward. more sense to gain wisdom as life goes on, right? Mm. But in this book, he was born with, I guess, with wisdom, and then he just slowly loses it after. Oh God! <laughs> Even like when he joined the army, so he joined the army uh, to fight in the Spanish American War. Mm-mm. Okay. And then he came back, and then after a while, the First World War came on, and then they wanted to enlist him again. Mm. But then, obviously, he was like a kid then, so they were like, yo, this kid can't be a general. So his kid actually went in and picked him up, and they described him as like a weeping general. So he was crying when he got like sent back home. So this is like the kind of mental deterioration that you see in the story. Oh, wow. Oh, that's... Okay, so would you say the movie's better, or would you say the book's better? I think the film's a lot better. Because, like, the, the story is like a short story, right? So there's not much to put in. But it's more like the idea of, you know, being born wise and just slowly losing your wisdom over life. Just, it's a bit of a terrifying thought to me, you know? Yeah. But sometimes I feel like... With me being myself and with my life experience, I sometimes still think that I would do stuff now that back then I know I would know better not to. You know what I mean? So would you say you're more bold? Yeah, I I don't know whether it's bold or not, but back then when I think something is not worthy to be done, but now I'm like, I should just do it anyway. Have I lost wisdom or have I gained wisdom? It's this kind of stuff. I know what you mean, and I think it's a more coming out of your shell thing, if that makes sense. Like, apparently, like, your 20s are meant to be the most out... I don't want to say outrageous, but you're meant to... You're meant to try a lot of things, because you have freedom from your parents. You start earning your own cash, Mm -hmm. and you have the ability to actually experiment more. So it could be the case that you've gained enough experience to know, like, okay, that's not going to kill me. I might as well try it just for s*** and gigs, as opposed to, like, I've never tried it before because I know it's dumb, but... If you've never tried it, how would you know? That sort of thing. That's probably so. I I want to say you've gone wiser in that sense, <laughs> in, in a in a in a weird way. That's fair. That's fair though. What do you think of like, you know, for example, people who are twenty or like who people who are seventeen mm-hmm. and they go, oh, I'm too tired for clubs. I don't think clubs are what I want, or I don't think going out every night is something that I want to do. What do you think of people who have this mindset? when they're 17 versus when they have done all this stuff and they reach the same conclusion when they're 30. I think it's completely fair for both of them, so long as they don't be dicks about it. Yeah, but like, what I want to ask is like, is the 30-year-old one wiser because they have done it and they know that it's not what they want than the 17-year-old who just outright said, I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I would say the 30-year-old one is, is wiser because, I mean, he's made his mistakes if he sees it as a mistake, but at least he can always draw on that and say, hey, I've tried it. Whereas with the 17-year-old, there's always going to be that, how do you know, you know? Mm, and, and that's why, like, you will never know until you try it. And even if it's a mistake, at least you've tried it. But like, back, to the, back to the other point, though, like, it's about not being a dick. So if you said, like, if you were 17 and said, oh, you know what, like, it's such a waste of time, I hate going clubs, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, have you tried it? No, but I just don't think I'll like it, like... And I'm, I think you're wasting time uh, for it as well. And you're like, no. I'm just like, try it. Try it before you boink yeah. it. Whereas when you're 30 and saying it, it's like, 
okay, fine, you, you know what it was like. Yeah. You have some experience. So I, don't, I think it's each to their own, but try not to shoot other people down for doing it. Yeah, no, that's completely, that's completely fair. I agree with that. But yeah, so I think like this story, one thing I didn't really like was exactly the way they portrayed his mental age deteriorating. Like the way how he acted more and more immature as yeah. time went on mm. rather than the other way around. So the film actually did that bit justice. But in the book, he yeah, like he got married, he grew younger and younger. He found his wife less and less attractive because Ooh. obviously they were aging in two different directions. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's stuff like this where I just go like, you should know better. You should know better than to think like this. Like a normal 20 year old would think like this. But, but not, you're not a normal 20-year-old. You are a 50-year-old trapped inside a 20-year-old. It's true. And I think in the movie, they kind of mirror Alzheimer's. Like, as he got re- like really, really young, like his skills started deteriorating. Yeah. And it was more dementia. I remember this scene in the film when he told... I think it was Daisy. Like mm-hmm. He told her, like, I feel like I had lived an entire life before and I just can't remember it. Oof. And I'm just like... Oh. Ooh. Please, I can only cry so much. And yeah, the end, I cried. Oh my god. The end was very sad, though. Did he become a fetus, or did he just become a baby and perish? He became like a little boy, right? He became a baby. Yeah. And then, like, his wife was holding him in her in her arms, and, like, he died. And then, yeah. And then the last scene was his wife dying. And his wife was telling the story to her daughter, uh-huh. or their daughter. And then, like, it was, like, Hurricane Katrina, and, like, she died, basically. Oof. I mean, I feel like I get what he was trying to do with the story, though. I, but it sounds yeah. like the film did it better. The film did it a lot better, for sure. Okay. But, I mean, 33 pages, you said. Yeah, well, 33 pages, depending on, like, yes. obviously what version that you brought it, but... It's a very short... This is a very short story mm. to begin with, so it wouldn't take you any more than, like... Any more than an hour to read it. I'd say an hour at most, if you're like me and you have to reread every sentence. Okay, so... Who... But yeah, yeah. I mean, the book ends in pretty much the same way as the film. I think bar the family stuff, because it was literally just about Benjamin Button. So, like, as soon as they didn't need his wife anymore, she just went out of the picture. They didn't say what happened to her and all that stuff they just went straight on to be like oh yeah um, at this age he did this and you know when he aged down to 20 he joined the college and then like he came back out barely a kid and all that stuff fair enough so I guess who would you recommend this to is there anyone you recommend this to or you think would get a lot out of this I think anyone can read this book really because it's not it's well it's not a book it's a story yeah. it's like the first section of collection of F. Scott Fitzgerald stories okay and like the style of writing I guess it's very similar to Gatsby it's actually not oh it's actually not because I had this thought as well I was like oh I can read some more elegant F. Scott Fitzgerald proses but no it was very I don't know because I, I actually looked up his works and when he started writing and apparently he already had a successful novel published back then oh like in 1922 right so he has experienced some commercial success but Gatsby was published two years after the story was published so maybe he developed his writing styles a bit more Mm. 
but my experience of like his writing style in this book is more it's just more to the point and less emotional i would say and less like elegant okay but it wasn't not elegant it was just like more to the point yeah more to the point and more impersonal it was like him describing the events rather than like him talking about the events and like how the different people in the event were thinking how the scenery around it uh reflected their feelings like in the great gatsby okay yeah so it's more like benjamin button character driven or would you say it's more plot driven it's it's character driven because it's still he's still the main point of every single chapter okay so it's not like they would focus on anyone else. Like everything is focused around him. It's all talking about what happens to him. Right. And everyone else next to him are mere supplements. Fair enough. So yeah. I think if you've watched the film, it's worth reading the book. Just to so. see the difference and well, to read the original, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Like I might add that to my list then. If if it's that quick a read, like yeah. why not? Right? I mean like, if you audio book it, it's probably like five minutes. <laughs> Like, legit. Two times speed. Two times speed. All right, guys. That's all we have for today. Thank you for listening in. If you like what we do, follow us on Spotify. Just type in Paper Cut Podcast in your search bar or in any of your other preferred streaming sites. If you want to leave us a comment or let us know what you think, you can email us at papercut.cast at gmail.com or Instagram at papercut.cast no caps or Twitter at papercutpodcast one word no caps look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode until then I'm Nick and I'm Eugene peace out